Welcome back to the Beyond the Pond podcast. This episode, we discuss the Premier League's decision to pause matches for fasting Muslim players during Ramadan and the French Football Federation's decision not to. We're also going to talk about Kylian Mbappe's image rights and a little bit of the issues he's having with France and with PSG. So, guys... A lot of controversy um, surrounding what's going on in France with the Muslim players and kind of how differently it's being handled in England in the Premier League. Arif, you know, do you want to weigh in on this and share your thoughts? Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess I, I'd be lying if I said I was surprised because generally with France and just their views towards Muslims in the past couple of years and some of the stuff they've done with banning the headscarf in um, amateur level play for women and in certain workplaces you can't wear the headscarf either I'm not too surprised but it's it, it's it's a weird one when you add it in sport and saying it's because of political reasons because um, a few months ago with the invasion of Ukraine from Russia um, across all League 1 and League 2 games there was a, a say no to war little pre-match campaign and all that stuff we're all in agreement with that but isn't that inherently political when you're giving in you're giving an opinion to a war which surely that should stay out of football as well so it's just the hypocrisy that annoys me as well if you're gonna say one thing's political and one thing you can't promote certain things why is it not the case with everything and secondly it's it's funny it should be France that does it because I think we'll touch on it slightly later but with the Premier League, I think they've dealt with it like brilliantly. It's, um, I think this is maybe the first or second year it's officially been um, said there's going to be a, a small break for um, players that are fasting. And naturally, there's a lot of Premier League players that are Muslim. Some of the biggest players are Muslim, so it makes sense. But when you look at the national team, at least at the senior team, there's not really a lot of Muslims right now. Um, well, there's none currently in the England men's national team. But you look at France and you look at that 2018 team that won the World Cup. I believe in the re- around 40% of that squad that won the World Cup in 2018 were Muslim. So as a, as, as a French national, as a French player that is Muslim and you've contributed to the success of the national team, this must just feel like a massive kick in the gut. And it's causing so much problems as well with like... Um, players and coaches because it's leading some coaches having to drop players telling them listen that like, i can't let you fast and i just, it's just it's just a sorry state of affairs in my opinion but at the same time there has been some pretty cool stuff that i've seen as well whereas there's certain players that have um pretty much faked injuries so their teammates could go and break their fast but really and truly that shouldn't be the case we shouldn't be needing to do something like that and yeah, it's, um, I believe uh, Premier League left-back uh, Lucas Digny, he said something which was quite interesting. Obviously, he's a French national. He said, in 2023, we can stop the match for 20 minutes for a referee decision, but not one minute to drink water. And I think, yeah, he's, he makes a lot of sense. Really and truly, it's not like the players are asking for that like, full-on buffets. Like, we're not pausing the game for a substantial amount of time. It's literally run over to the side of the pitch, get in your energy gels or whatever it is maybe have a date get some fluids in you boom they're back on the pitch and it's it's really sad because no player muslim players have ever come out well 
at least since I've been watching football, I've been like, oh, I can't play during this time. No player's ever complained. They've got on with their work. They've done what they needed to do. And yeah, I think if you want to accommodate some of your best players, you've got to do this. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's sad, but it's not surprising that France have taken this stance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think we should like clarify what they actually said when you said for political reasons, where the French Football Federation said that uh, such interruptions do not respect like the provisions of their of their like rules and they should forbid it and the fff prohibits any display of a political ideological religious or trade union affiliation during its tournaments and they say the football field are not places of political religious expression and i think it shows the way they see religion and, and politics that they see someone eating some dates and, and getting a drink as a religious expression. That's not them uh, making a point about Islam. That's just them being Muslim. You know, when a player does a cross, when they score a goal, when they come onto the pitch, that isn't them trying to convert people into Christianity. They're not, they're not banning players for pointing to the sky when they score. They're, because rightfully, that is just them doing things to them that is the way of them being Christian. And it's always easy for the group of power and the majority to say that uh, uh, what the minority is doing is political when because you've lived your whole life with the religion you know and the political ideas you know, the things that are probably political to you, you see as normal. And that's why I'm always sceptical about things about like, you know, trying to be secular or trying to be apolitical because the world is political, you know. France does not play on, on Christmas Day and that is for a reason because it's a religious holiday. You know, you can't just pretend as if you have no religious rules because, yeah, you know, Christmas will fall on a Saturday, you know. I ain't seeing <laughs> players go onto that pitch. So it's, a, it's, it's, it's such an unnecessary thing to act like you're above giving players... Uh, a break and I'm I'm glad that the Prem has allowed it because you know when it happened I, I was watching I think uh, the first game I saw of it was the Tottenham Everton game and it meant nothing they just if so nicely done you know the ball's already out of play the ref basically signals everyone to go to the side and you know they the, the Muslim players uh, eat they drink you know the non-Muslim players they drink too because playing football is tiring. This is this is this doesn't only benefit one one group of people. When it was hot, we had drinks breaks. You know what is the difference between a drinks break and allowing players to break their fast? You see, it's all these things, and I think as a podcast, we always say that everything in football is political, and so for the French Football Federation to act as if you know they're apolitical. Is nonsense like Arif has shown with the things they say to Ukraine and the uh, peace for all that is that is political you know whether you like it or not peace is political when when another person wants war you're, you're opposing each other politically and and that's way more political than uh, some Muslim players eating some dates so you know it's it's a ridiculous decision and I'm glad that players are fighting it I think I think it should be agreed within the teams. I think they can go even further. You know, fake and injury is good. I just thought other team literally 
the stand on the ball, pass it between yourselves. Rather, if the if the opponent needs to run off the pitch to break their fast, just do that. You know, show the refs, the officials that you like they're not going to dictate your games. And that'll be a great thing to see. I like the fact that they're doing injuries, I think, or kicking it out as if it is for injury, something like that. Just show that if you're not going to make this a rule, we're going to make this a rule. Yeah, um, I agree with what you said about how they're making this seem like it's a political issue. And it's not. But I also, again, agree that leagues have politics in their stuff all the time. Um, like you said, they leagues commenting about Ukraine, that that is the definition of politics. And it's not politics, but you also see the French League and PSG, they have like, not to say there's anything wrong with it, but they wear the, the gay pride, the LGBTQ. Why can this go on in a game, but this guy can't run over to the bench real quick, get a drink of water and come back on? He's not saying he's out there. He's not praying. He's not asking for much. He, they're not doing it. It's just, I just want to get some water. Everyone can get the water. It's not like they're saying, well, you guys have to stay here. We're going to go do this. It's just... I don't know. It's just so dumb. It's exactly what you would expect from France, though. And it's it's a very bad look. And I don't know. I I, I respect the players for how they've been going about it. Um, I think they should strike or protest, to be honest with you. I just think they shouldn't play. I know it's going to hurt, but I think if it, if the big-name Muslim players or some of the Muslim players over there like, yeah, I'm not playing, I would say go do that. I think that totally would change everything and I think it would be such a bad look for the league that they'd probably have to switch some things up. So I don't know. Again, I don't have much to add, but if it's up to me, I say the players should probably protest. Yeah, and just just quickly, going back to the twenty eighteen World Cup, um two players I can hundred percent confirm that are Muslim that started in that tournament, started in the final and were integral to that that France team winning the World Cup. And in my opinion, probably the opinion of most people, if these two players went in the squad I don't think they would have won it. Uh, Paul Pogba and Kante, they were integral to that France team. And they're devout, open Muslims. And the fact, it, your two biggest stars, like, that's just a kick in, kick in the gut. Like, uh, yeah, I, I agree with Terry in the sense that they should be protesting and it's just, it's just a sorry state of affairs. Just to give the Premier League a bit more kudos, I... I think the way they've handled it is great they've obviously it's been pretty much seamless and it seems like they're trying to learn a lot about it as well because I was um it was during the Chelsea versus Liverpool game at midweek which was a 8 p.m kickoff so on that day I believe the time to break your fast was between 7.35 and 7.40 but I saw a a break given at around the 15 minute mark so I'm not too sure what that was about, but it just shows, if anything, the the Premier League, even if they did break their fast prior to the game, they gave them an additional break just to maybe get more fluids in and all that stuff. And I just think that was a classy touch by the Premier League, if that is the case. That's just me speculating, but as as obviously I, I'm someone as fast as myself, um, I, knew, I know on that day you had to break your fast around 7.35, 7.40. So the fact that additional break was given during the match, I just think is quite classy. We were talking about uh, France and the French Football Federation in the previous segment and uh, we're going to stay in France because we're going to talk about PSG and the recent dispute they've had with uh, Kylian Mbappé. Uh, the, there was an interview with the, that, that Kylian Mbappé did with the club that they used for to promote um, 
renewing season tickets. And Mbappe felt that his image rights were infringed and the club were not in a position to use that interview to promote their tickets. Mbappe wrote, uh, at no time I was informed of the content of my of my interview with my interviewer. It looked like a basic interview at a club marketing day. I don't agree with this video posted. That's why I fight for individual image rights. PSG is a big club and a big family, but it is certainly not Kylian Saint-Germain. And it's interesting because a couple of months ago, there was the whole issue about, uh, you know, in the build-up to the World Cup and on international duty, he, he didn't want to take part in the team uh, team photos and other sponsor activities. And after and then that was supported by his fellow players in the squad. He is now obviously captain of that uh, France squad. And I don't know, I mean, I'll, I think we've all got quite uh, a range of views. I feel like he's, you know, obviously money's involved. I'm not going to, uh, I mean, whatever other thing you think about this, this is this is about money both for PSG and Mbappe. But uh, I just want to throw it to you guys and see what, you, what your opinions on the whole idea of image rights with players. Yeah, I'll start. Um, maybe against the popular view, but I'm in 100% agreement with Kylian Mbappe. I think he should rightly be like annoyed with how his likeness, how his interview has been used for promotional material for the next season of PSG because... Really and truly, we don't know if he's going to be here next season. And, um, yeah, and just, just what he said in regards to the club, he's like, this is Paris Saint-Germain, this isn't Kylian Saint-Germain. And that promotional video, majority of it is based around Kylian Mbappe. And I think he's got every right to be annoyed. And it's, it's while it is about money, I think there's a certain point you get to as a professional athlete. When you're ma- already making tens of millions... I think it goes to principle as opposed to money. Don't get me wrong. I do think it's money. Like, let me make that clear. I think the the main reason for this is uh, solely financial. But it's about principle as well. And I think he's not comfortable with his image being used when he's not given his approval. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't think he's saying that, oh, PSG can never use my image or the French national team can never use my images. But I'd like approval I'd like to approve it and I'd like to know why it's being used. Um, I don't... We, Me and Terry had a slight um, conversation before the pod and um, I'm not too sure what his stance is on it. But yeah, I'm, I'm fully in agreement with Kylian Mbappe. I do not agree with Kylian Mbappe. Uh, I think that's crazy to be mad that your club is using your images and likeness uh, to promote tickets for next season. It doesn't matter if he's there or not next season. He's under contract for next season, so they can use him for next season. It's I, I if this was being used for something like harmful, if this was like him speaking on like something political or him giving his opinion on something, but it's a hype video. Have you if you haven't watched the video, go watch it's a hype video. It's literally a video talking about the atmosphere of the stadium and, and the, the, the club, their background, their tradition, and I didn't approve of this. I'm not even a big like, oh, you're the worker. You don't get to have an opinion on this. But like at some point, man, we have to like this dude is getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars, euros, pounds, whatever. Bro, it's a hype video. 
And to not want to take pictures with France, to, like, I get it. I get financially controlling your image and wanting to have say-so over this other stuff. But at some point, it's just sports, bro. It's sports. Like, this is your club. This is your country. They're not doing anything harmful with it. It's nothing harmful. If it's something harmful, I totally understand it. it but, like, just to promote something, just to sell some jerseys, just to get, like, butts in seats, you don't... It's 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 not that deep, bro. It's not that deep. It's really not. I mean, it's all money thing. It's not Killian Saint Germain. He wants to control the club, but it's not Killian Saint Germain. It's just, I don't know, man. It's it's it's. I I I just think this is a bad look. I think it's it's what you would expect out of Mbappe, though. You know what I mean? It's just something so not worth being bothered about. With the other stuff that keeps happening at PSG, this is not like who cares, bro. That's what I think about it. Who cares? They use you for a hype video. That's my opinion. I think it's just a matter of principle. Uh, I truly believe it's just a matter of principle, and I get why he's doing it now because if you let this slide, maybe your image will be used in another way you don't like. Because let's say he's. Another thing which is always controversial in football is just the use of sports betting and how it's promoted, but players can't participate. So surely if there's a product that you're telling the consumers to use, but the athletes themselves can't use it, it's always a bit weird. Um, so, yeah, and there's a lot of players that are, are on sports betting ads and all that stuff. And how many of them actually have, like, rights over those images? How many of them actually endorse betting? How many of them are for and against betting? I know this isn't the, isn't the same situation, but I feel like uh, Mbappe is just trying to put the line in the sand early, saying, yo, like, I want to... I, I want my, my... I want to approve when my images are used, and I think there's nothing against that. And maybe he's not against using himself in the promotional videos, because I, I do believe he elaborated slightly more on his Instagram post, he's like, there's barely anything of Messi or Neymar, which is, which is true because they are equally as big global stars, if not bigger. Well, in Messi's case, much bigger. And even in Neymar's case, probably in some parts of South America. So it's, it's, that's, that's where I stand with it. In the video, he's talking about being from Paris. He's saying, like, this is what it means as a per this. So it's not surprising there's not much of Neymar and Messi. And... I know I said that he's under. I would not be surprised if Neymar and Messi aren't there next year. It's very loud links of Messi. Messi, but I don't. In my opinion, I don't think it's like a hidden thing he wants to play at Barcelona. Neymar, I don't think it's like a hidden thing. They don't even want Neymar there much longer. So I'm not surprised they're not in it. But the club is Mbappe. So I hear what you're saying about saying like we're doing a regular interview. Oh, we ended up using the interview for this instead. I get that and being like, well, that's not what I agreed to. Why did that need a public statement? Why did that's my point? Why did that need a public statement? Why did that not be Mbappe goes to the club and says, I don't like that you did that? What is the point of releasing this publicly? That's my whole point. We did not. Why do me and you need to know Mbappe didn't like how they use this video? We didn't. And that's what I'm saying about PSG. There's just so much going on. This wasn't worth the extra distraction. It wasn't worth all the extra noise. Some things are just meant to be handled internally. It's not like Mbappe, like they're going to ignore him. You know what I'm saying? Like Mbappe shouldn't even have to talk about it. His agent should just go to them and they should just work that out. We didn't need to know about any of this. That's how I feel about it. It's, it's interesting you do say about how it was taken publicly. And I guess it just, just shows the relationship between PSG and Mbappe. Because 
Um, there's been a lot of rumours about when you did sign that new mega deal, he would have a lot of say on it, internal stuff in the club. Were. And I don't know how true um, those rumours were, but apparently he'd have some of an influence on transfer, some of an influence on management. So if you're given a player that sort of power, I'm not surprised he can come out and publicly and condemn the club for using his images. So while maybe in certain stances, I do agree with what Terry said, he, he shouldn't, uh, he ultimately is the employee. But just from the relationship they have, it seems PSG clearly value... Mbappe more than themselves. It's so weird. I mean, I get why they would. I think Mbappe is the future of football, realistically. Uh, you know, um, he's probably going to win a Ballon d'Or in the next decade. Uh, there's obviously, I'm not saying he's going to necessarily dominate it football-wise, but when I look at the stars in football, I think he's the guy with the personality. I mean, people say Project Mbappe, where they want their kid to be a footballer. And it's not just because he broke in from a young age. This guy is just uh, the savvy footballer. This is a man that learned how to speak Spanish and English since he was at Monaco. Just in case, you know, just in case he he may need to use that. Uh, you know, this is a guy that I, I, I kind of, I'm not surprised that he would care about his image rights. Uh, he seems to have a, a very savvy team around him. Uh, the contract and the rumours of the contract, which I'm not going to say, I don't know for certain what's actually true, but it does sound like he has a lot of power. Uh, I'm curious to see whether he would have agreed to be part of the season tickets thing if they told him it was for that. Because like what Terry said, it doesn't seem uh, malicious. It, it it does feel like, you know, like as a player, you, it, it kind of feels... Like it feels reasonable to help in promotion. I get why they would obviously want him because, you know, Terry said he is PSG. He is Paris. He is the he is the boy that grew up in Paris. You're not going to use uh, Messi to sell season tickets to Parisians because Parisians see Messi as a superstar from Argentina. You know, Neymar's a superstar from Brazil. Uh, Mbappe is a superstar from uh, from Paris. Is that the same thing at Arsenal where you, you know you argue that uh, you know you you have your Martinelli's, have your Erdegaard's, but Saka's obviously the poster boy because he grew up in the academy and he's from London. So you're gonna you're gonna especially for tickets and what the fans identify with is always gonna be the homegrown people, and Mbappe is uh, one of them. I'm curious to see where this leads into the future. Whether you're gonna have to detail it in contracts. Because I feel like what what Terry said here, the fact that it's gone public, is probably the bit we sh- we we should focus on more. Because this is this is box standard. Uh, I mean, not box standard, but really intricate like contract details. It's like, oh, can you use this like this interview for this, or how am I used in uh, with rights? I mean, he said he seems like he was fine with being part of club marketing. It feels just like a promotional video, which was just Mbappe talks about the atmosphere at PSG. I think that's what he thought it would have been. But uh, it's the fact that they said, oh, Mbappe loves the crowd. They're so important to us. So we need you buy us tickets. And that is why there is uh, a problem here. Uh, I don't know enough about the, the French national team photos one. Maybe I, I like, I'm, I feel like I've, don't fully know his reasons why, but 
this will be interesting to see in the future how other players handle these things. Whether they'll say, you know, I want all all the profits of my image rights. Clubs can't use it, or you know, uh, or whether it'll be in the contracts. I assume they're already in the contracts, but you know, as football becomes more and more, uh, you know, m like more money is pumped into it and invested into it. I think players are going to be more savvy about this. They're going to realise that, you know, that the money you can get is more than what you can get in just your salary. So this is a interesting thing, but yeah, it's probably he's. This is this could be the start of many things to come. Thank you guys for tuning in to another week of the Beyond the Pond podcast with me, Yosef and Arif. Hope you guys enjoyed it and come back next week. Cheers.